what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they are full of love. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. The media, they are full of fear. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I am full of hope. Ooh, I love it. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. So like just now, right now, a microphone fell out of its clip right onto my desk right in front of me. Oh, wow. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know. And you know what? I don't care. Professional radio. That is professional radio right there. Here's the bottom line, okay? For the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, are we staying in the same place of faith that we started in? Or have we slipped back some? That's the question. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. Reach out to us. We love it. You have that opportunity to to do it a couple of different ways. Maybe you have a prayer request. Maybe you have a praise report. If you've got a praise report, let's share it. If you've got a prayer request, let's join our faith together and pray. We just follow Psalm 119.63. It says, I am a companion to all them that fear you. And that's what we're doing. We're being a companion to one another, a strength to one another, a blessing to one another, an encouragement to one another. That's our goal. And so in this process, you can reach out to us live during the show, 972-445-0770. We do not have a bank of phone counselors who will listen. This is it. <laughs> you better you better deal with it now. It's all we got. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that phone call, guess what? You'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Talking to Dynamite D, let me tell you what that's like. That's like your boss paying for lunch unexpectedly. It's just a free lunch for you. Oh, wow. Free lunch. That's nice. We like that. You also have the opportunity to text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can do that live during the show. We also send you up to the website. Two things to tell you up there. Don't forget there are a multiplicity. I don't know if that's even the right word. There's just a plethora. I'm not sure that's the right word. There are just so many, so many podcasts. It's incredible. If you ever get bored, well, you can listen to the podcast and be bored. So you can do both those. Uh, also, on the website is a place to give. We encourage you to do that. If you don't want to give through the website, the website does tell you how to give. If you ever decide you oh, I really do want to give, but I don't want to go to the website, you can always send a donation to the radio station. Just put attention, David Spoon. The only thing we tell people is to make sure to make it out to HMIM, or he must increase ministry. HMIM is just a little easier to write. Go please and check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. You know, I don't care how old you are. If you don't like Bugs Bunny, there's something wrong. True. <laughs> I was just going to say that. People are like, no, no. It's like, no, no. I actually think there's something wrong with you. If you don't like Bugs Bunny, there's something wrong. Um, okay, folks, let's uh, remember a few things. I want to keep everybody in touch and on, on top of things. We're going to be praying for health for our audience a little later on. But don't forget to be praying for the audience. And please don't forget to pray for your neighbor. You're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. What's your neighbor? Your neighbor, you're the people that live right by you. Do you know their names? Can you pray for them? Even if you don't sit there and stand in front of the yard with a megaphone going, Oh, Lord, I'm praying for my neighbor. You can pray for them in your home when you're spending time with the Lord, lifting them up before the Lord. It's a good idea to be able to do that. Okay? All right. I uh, want to get right into the teach. We are on third. We are in. Th- we are on in or at Thursday. One of those things, and we are in my what is becoming one of my favorite teaching books of all time, and that is Second Corinthians. We are in Second Corinthians, and we are at verse fifteen. If you remember, we just did verse fourteen uh, last week. Thanks be to God who always leads us into triumph in Christ. That is something that people should recognize. It's like, why would I thank God all the time? Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let me look at this verse in verse 14. Let me just see. 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Thanks be to God. Okay, thanks be to God. Who always, how often? Always leads us triumphantly in Christ. Isn't that just amazing? He always leads us triumphantly. Now, for those that are trying to figure out, well, what does that mean? That's a triumphal procession. In other words, when there's a victory, even now, when there's a victory, now just, let's just think about it real quickly. When somebody wins the national championship for baseball, football, hockey, uh, basketball, which used to be a great sport until some people got in there and ruined it. But when they win... Right? What does the city do? What does it do? What do the cities do? They throw a victory parade, don't they? It's like, 
Yeah, you know, the streets do get dirty, and yes, but they do this big victory parade. Everybody's excited. That is a triumphal procession. That's victory. And so the Lord is telling you and I, listen, God will lead you and I triumphantly in Christ. And that's why we can be giving thanks. And you're sitting there thinking, well, I know, but it's hard to give thanks when things are tough. I know. And I bet it's hard to give a victory parade to somebody when they're, you know, they haven't won the championship yet. But guess what? God said you're going to win the championship. Why? Because in Christ you win. And so now you can be thankful knowing that God is going to direct you into triumph and you are going to have that victory parade. Isn't that fantastic? Then, this is why I love this stuff, then he says, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. For we are to God the sweet aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one we are the odor of death death and demise to the other the fragrance that brings life and who is qualified for such a task oh i love this stuff so i just want to point this out that the perfume and cologne industry is a multi-billion dollar industry men and women want to smell good amazingly christians are a sweet aroma to god and to other people but to the people who are perishing we smell like death You can't figure out why people don't like you? Because you're a Christian, you smell like death. To those who love Jesus, we smell like life. Isn't that cool? You have a perfume, a cologne from God. It's not uh, one that you spend uh, $15, $18, $200 for an ounce for. This is a lot more expensive because it costs the blood of Jesus Christ. And this aroma reaches people. The way that we live our lives reaches people. The fact that we engage with Jesus gives off a spiritual smell. Well, don't stink. (laughs) That's, That's my answer. Don't stink. Smell good. Smell like you've hung out with Jesus. Now, the people who don't like Jesus, they're not going to like it. Oh, well. They've made that choice. And in many ways, that's the smell of death. Yeah, it is. You can't change that. You can't alter or you can't make that decision for a person. That person, individual has to or that group has to make that decision. But at the end of the at the end of the portion, it says this. It's so amazing. It's to the one we are the odor of death and demise, to the other the fragrance that brings life. And who was qualified for such a task? No one. You're not qualified for it. I'm not qualified for it. We're unqualified. You want to know what that means? That means that only God, watch this, makes us competent. Only through him do we find our competency. You can't give off an odor because you just want to smell good. You got to hang out with Jesus. He'll take care of the drift of the odor. That's what it's all about. So we thank him and praise him on a regular basis because he's leading us in triumphal procession of victory parade and all the things that we encounter. You think, but I haven't experienced that yet. But you see, that's why I asked that question at the very beginning of the show. You will. Here's the the truth. In Proverbs, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when it comes, it says the tree of life. 
The problem for us is we're a microwave generation. We want God to do everything in the microwave time. Speed it up, Lord. You're moving kind of slow. Somebody I absolutely adore, absolutely love, just said last night to me, well, I wish you'd speed it up. And you know what I said, don't you? A day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as of day. So slow down, Sparky. His Timex is perfect, right? All right. Take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, 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 la. Oh, that is la, you. La, 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 la. You asked for Zany, my friend. Uh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. So we, being not completely unlike, you know, Christmas Vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth, we, we got a really big tree, slapped it up on the car. Of course, it scratched the car to no end. Remember, I'm Jewish, and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday. It's got nothing to do with my Christianity. I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time, and we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the with the axe wasn't enough because I was right there again, holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door, trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces. By this point, I have decided that Christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting Christmas presents have created, and Jewish people who believe in Jesus should not be celebrating Christmas, and I'm crashing the and I've got the act up, and I'm crushing it, and I'm going to get this tree in, and you would not believe it, but after doing that for 15 minutes, I still could not get the tree in the house. Welcome back 
to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready for our first trivia question. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I just thought of that in the top of my head. Like that, that was kind of a whole... A little bit different. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I could have done it like a... Okay, or something like that. In John's Gospel, to which group does Jesus say... And by the way, we just taught on this not that long ago. If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, so your guilt remains... If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. To whom did Jesus say that to in the Gospels? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well as you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. We will at this point do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Well, that was a nice stall right there. Did you forget for a second? No, the way you asked it, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's tricky. All right, all right. Here's the deal the deal is if you want the day to be better, spend it with God. Okay. If you want your day to just be, don't spend it with God. If you want to have something better happen in your day, get in partnership with the Lord. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter. I don't care what you, you know, just get in there. Get some prayer going. Get some Bible reading going. Get some fellowship. Get into the presence of the Lord. When two or more are gathered together in his name, there is he in the midst of them. So you know fellowship is a powerful tool in that as well, right? Okay, that's draw closer to the Lord. Daily. <laughs> and never be ashamed of Jesus' words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you, I just don't want to say it. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. They're just getting worse and worse and worse. And it's just like you stand firm. Let people ridicule you. Let them mock you. Don't let, let them make fun of you. At least you'll be reflecting Jesus Christ. Because when you die, they have nothing for you. But Jesus does. And then A, always be ready. To serve. Oh, you're really on that one. Ready to go on that one. Here's the thing. The thing is we need to be, we said this the other day, OPM, other people matter. We need to be these people that think about other people. You can't just be thinking about yourself. You can't be selfish. You got to be selfless. That's the key. All right? All right. Again, on the triv, uh, John's Gospel, to which group does Jesus say, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin, but now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. Let us please take a moment to lift up in prayer for healing those people that are so hurting. I also want to remind you, by the way, to be praying for your Feb buddies, your February buddies. Don't forget, even if you hear it in a fill or you hear somebody calling live, whatever the case may be, and the ding, 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 you should be praying for that person. You don't have to pray four hours. You just need to pray for them. 
And you don't pray against, you pray for. Hello? And so we're just asking you to remember to pray for Fed Buddies. But let's pray for all of our people who are hurting right now. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We petition you every day. We don't have any prayer. You, your ears are big, Lord. Your heart is bigger. We can just rely on you completely. And we are asking you to touch these people. Touch the people that are in our lives. Touch our friends, touch our brothers, touch our sisters, touch the children, touch the grandchildren. Touch the people that call in from the hospital. Touch the people that do all of these amazing things in your kingdom and all these amazing things in your life. Touch them like they've touched us. Bless them, encourage them, love them, comfort them. We just pray for them. Lord, your healing power to just move upon their lives by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. And amen. Okay, so we just want to keep people praying. You just keep going. We don't stop. There's no, you know, when do you stop? When you hear the trumpet uh, blow, you won't be stopping then either, so I don't know what you're asking me for. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, also, don't forget on the website, Ambassador Forms. Don't forget Ambassador. Listen to the video. Watch the video. It tells you how to be an ambassador. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah, well, something doesn't cost anything, but it does mean you're going to say, okay, Lord, use me if you desire. That's all. That's okay, right? All right. Last on the Triv, then we'll go back to the rest of the teaching. Here it is on the Triv and John's Gospel. To which group does Jesus say, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin, but now you claim you can see, so your guilt remains. Who did he say that to? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-483 or send an email, david, at hemusincrease.org. Back to the text we go. We we're just talking about the aroma that has to do with what? Communicating the knowledge of God everywhere through Jesus Christ, right? We just talked about being thankful, God always leading us into triumphal victory. Verse 17 in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 says this, For we are not like so many others who peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity as men sent from God. If you think people don't preach for profit, you're wrong. I can't say it any clearer. That's wrong. You're wrong. He's just saying, look, we're not like those guys that are peddling the word of God for profit. And what are we talking about? Well, it's in the past. It's in the present. Probably be in the future that people peddle the word of God. That means that these people use the word of God for financial gain. Their purpose is ultimately to line their pockets. Now, how sad that is, because we're just lining them, they're just lining themselves up for God's judgment. And when we speak, and we do speak for God, we should do it with this genuine sincerity and not dark motives. And so Paul's like, Shh, we're not like these people that peddle the word of God. We're not like them. And you think, well, are there ministries today where they peddle the word of God? Yes. That's your answer. Well, how would you know? Well, the first thing you would do is evaluate by their fruit. But the main thing that you want to use, of course, being led by the Spirit and asking the, the Lord to give you discernment. That would be the key. 
You understand? I'm not saying somebody that the, the huge ministries don't have have to have you know greater elements within their ministry. That's fine as long as it's right and proper. That's fine. All I know is that in the end, people that peddle the word of God for profit are going to get blasted. I don't want to be around there. I just want to have nothing to do with that. Then. In chapter 3, verse 1, here's what Paul says. He says, are we beginning? This is connected. See, remember that the chapters and verses did not, that was not how it was written. The Greek wasn't written with chapter and verses. These are breaks that people, when they put the, the, the numbers in, had an assumption. First there was the chapters, and then from the chapters there were verses. But actually these should probably go together uh, more than anything else because it would say it like this. For we're not like so many other who peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity as men sent from God. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? This is Paul saying, look, we're not doing this for profit. How do you know? Because look what we've poured into you. We've given you everything. We have. We've given you time and energy and effort and prayer and teaching and commitment and sweat and blood and tears. And Paul is saying, we poured this into you. Here's where Paul demonstrates he's actually on to all those people that say Paul's like this or Paul's this or anti-women or stringent or this. All those people are just dumb. Okay, here's what he says. Right, Paul is showing his true leadership skill on how he defines success. He defines it based on how people are doing in the Lord after they have engaged with him. That's a leader. That's one of our fills. It's how are they doing once you're done? How are the people doing once you've gotten through all that? That's how Paul's defining it. And he's like, do we need to commend ourselves again? I mean, we've poured into you. We've given you energy. We've given you effort, prayer, teaching, commitment, sweat, blood. You know us. That's what he's talking about. Isn't that cool? I just love this stuff. Uh, in John's Gospel, to which group... Does Jesus say, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin, but now you claim you can see your guilt remains? And the answer is the fair. What am I not saying? Am I not saying because somebody wants to answer it? Did they want to answer it? I didn't say it. They did, Dave, but you just gave the answer. I didn't give the full answer. <laughs> but no, that, that, that to be, do you want to come on? Cause... Sure. Okay. okay. Sure. We love it when people come on. That's fine. Send him on through. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, this is Terry. Hi, how are you? I, how am I? I'm well. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you're well. That's good to hear. It's a nicer day sure. today, huh? Nice day today. It is beautiful. Yes, I'll, I'll take the sunshine any day. That's right. That's what. That's what's wonderful. Even though, even though, with it being sunshiny, it took me twenty-five extra minutes to get into work because, as Jennifer said, in the in who runs the the entire uh, station, she said, when people see the sun, they don't know what to do. That's just hilarious. Go outside. <laughs> go outside and just take it in. All right. All right. Let me let me throw you the question. You give me the answer. In John's gospel, to which group does Jesus say, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin, but now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. Who do you say that to? Well, I'm I'm thinking it's the Pharisees, because the only thing I can think of is 
They asked him, are we blind also? So I don't know. That is exactly correct. You are 100% on target. Excellent job. Excellent job. There you go. That's just so you can put that badge on. This is a special gift just from us. It's an invisible badge. Put it on your put it on your shoulder and say, I got a badge today. Thank you. I got a badge. You there bet. You go. Sounds good. Great job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I love your show. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was fun. I love stuff like that. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been what is the David Spoon Experience? For this is the kind of high priest we need. Holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins and then those of the people. He did this once for all when he offered himself. Now watch this. Oh boy, this is so unbelievable. Jesus is a unique kind of priest. He is your high priest. He is so unique. And you think, well, why? What, what is it that makes Jesus unique? And you already know, well, it's because he's you know, born from the Holy Spirit and he's born from Mary. So he's fully man, fully God. And it's like, okay, I get that part. But there's something else that we miss quite often. And that is Jesus is undefiled, separated for, from sinners. And verse 27 says he doesn't, he, he doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day like the high priests do, first for their own sins. So let me explain this to you. When priests or petitioners or people are praying on your behalf, every human being has to deal with their own set of sins. It doesn't matter if it's the high priest of Israel. It doesn't matter if it's, high, if, if it's the high priest one year, 20 years later, 40 years later. There is something that takes place. It's the same dynamic that takes place when you spend time with the Lord and you come before the Lord and you thank him and you recognize the grace of God enables you to stand because apart from that, the grace, apart from the mercy, apart from the love that comes from the Lord and the redeeming work from, from Jesus Christ that you receive by faith, that he gives by grace, apart from that, you're a mess. And so when you come before the Lord, you're like, Lord, you know, please forgive me. Please don't be mad. Please, you know, don't chasten me. David said it great. Don't chasten me in your hot displeasure. I don't want to get you irritated. Nah, 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 nah. You see, when Jesus comes and petitions for us, he doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't have to be centered on himself to be forgiven because there's nothing for him to be forgiven. He's sinless. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices for what he's done or for any of the lacking that he uh, would have if he was a regular human priest. So when Jesus comes on our behalf, there's nothing, get this, get this, here it is. There's nothing distracting him in his life. He is only focused 
on our well-being. 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth.